2021 coming up on the program today suez canal erotic fan fiction plus shoplifting ugly pig ass bitch versus trans woman smog is making our dick shrivel up and old people stink what's up with that find out today on dv time as we end the week with the sunday show got a great one for you today i don't know how closely you freaks follow the news but it's kind of hard to escape the suez canal story it uh it's one of those things that has really captured the internet's imagination been trending on twitter there have been plenty of memes there's even a website for up to the second information on the question everyone wants to know is the ship still stuck For the record, yes, it's still stuck. It's been like that for almost six days now, costing someone uh, over $50 billion so far. No end in sight. Uh, For those of you that don't know, the Suez Canal basically connects the Mediterranean Sea to the Indian Sea. It is, uh, I guess it starts in Egypt. And it's an important trade route because you, you don't have to go all the way like around Africa, like a little little shortcut. The thing is, uh, the canal is still very narrow. As waterways go, this was a man-made canal back in, I don't know, like 1800s or something. One uh, vessel called the Ever Given just happens to be one of the uh, the world's largest container ships, and it has managed to wedge itself into the canal from one end to the other. And it can't get out. And that's uh, that's where we're at right now. That's the situation we're in. And I know a lot of you are like, who, who the fuck cares? Apparently, we get a lot of our goods from boats. And it is a big deal. Gasoline prices are expected to soar. There might be a toilet paper shortage. Again. All that is devastating to me personally. But that's not the reason why I bring this up today. Now, there is a distorted view angle you may have not thought about. The precipitous rise of Suez Canal slash container ship erotic literature. Oh, yeah, baby. It's a thing. Even the master of anthropomorphic sex stories, Chuck Tingle, has gotten in on the action. His newest Tingler, which you can buy on Amazon through the Kindle store, is... I freed this handsome cargo ship from the Suez Canal 
and now he's stuck in my butt. Hell, you can shove anything up the rectum. Who knew my mom was so wise? Yes, Patricia, you can shove anything up the rectum. According to the description, Peebo Peterson is one of the world's greatest boat negotiators, and this is his last day on the job before heading off into a calm and relaxing retirement. As luck would have it, though, today also happens to be the biggest case of Peebo's career. A massive cargo vessel has lodged itself in the Suez Canal, blocking all shipments and costing the world's economy $400 million an hour. Peebo travels there to negotiate a deal with the sentient boat, but what he finds is something unexpected. Love. It turns out the whole thing has been one big misunderstanding, and now the living boat needs Peebo's help. But as erotic tension between Peebo and the shipping vessel build, they soon begin to flirt with the possibility of trapping something else. The boat's giant dong inside of Peebo's butt. This erotic tale is 4,000 words of sizzling human-on-gay-living-boat action, including blowjobs, anal, rough sex, cream pies, and stuck cargo vessel love. It's only $3. Do yourself a favor. Buy this Chuck Tingle Tingler. That's erotica written by a professional. Regular internet horn dogs are also writing short stories involving the Suez Canal, and I have a few here for you today. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Sextastic Suez Canal Day. It's Sextastic. Ever given the boat had never tried canal before. Oh, I'm sorry, canal. Oh, I see what they did there. Clever. Ever given had never tried canal before. When he had sailed through Suez port to carry cargo north to the Mediterranean Sea, he hadn't expected his entire world to stop. Well, the rest of the world certainly hadn't expected to stop either. He turned carefully in the water, making his intentions towards the Suez Canal clear with the massive dick he mapped out at their dripping entrance. The Suez Canal's bottom lock slid open enthusiastically. He sped towards the tight walls of the Suez Canal's wet passage, his hot metal length slick and heavy with an urgent load. Many other vessels had entered here before, some small and slender, others large and thick. But Ever Given was the biggest that the Suez Canal had ever taken. He didn't expect the Suez Canal to be such a tight fit, the sensation sending him spinning. He buried himself in deeply, the pressure hard enough to leave a mark. He thrust once, twice, and then finished, dazed. The Suez Canal's body would remember him for days, aching with the fullness of his hefty load. In the sudden lucidity of post-nautical clarity, <laughs> Ever Given realized something he should have known all along. The most precious cargo he carried was love. That story was titled, Send Deck Picks? Question mark? Shockingly, this is one of just many Suez Canal-themed stories that have been popping up in the last few days. I've got more here. This next one is called Unmovable. <laughs> Please, the canal sputtered. I just looked at her and I smirked. Oh, no, baby. We're going to disrupt the economy so fucking hard. I'm talking 19th century Cape of Africa hard. I could just tell my hot steam against her land drove her crazy. 
She was mine, my trade route, my land, my partner in the deep thrusts of passion. Pressing my tip against her shore, I let out a low growl. Yeah, how does that feel? The Suez Canal spluttered. Throughout my hull, hints and echoes of passion ran wild. No forklift or helicopter could separate us now. I think I'm close, she whimpered. You're mine. You come when I say it's okay. The truth was, I was close too. So close to feeling my electricity shortcut. So close to letting her land crash further into my metally surface. Now, I said, feeling ecstasy shooting through my body. I could feel the tips of her shoreline quiver against my sides. The cargo on my back felt like it was floating, suspended with her in this sweet, sweet expression of passion. There was something so perfect about the chemistry between us. We were unmovable. And finally, I've got one more short one I want to share with you. This one is titled, Warning, There May Be Shipping Costs. I like this one because it gets right into the action as well. The ever-given heaves jammed tight into Suez's canal. Fuck, he breathes. They had been waiting so long, he thought they'd never get to. The earth pants. Don't stop. Keep going. I can't, the ever-given groans loudly. I'm stuck. His bulbous bow is flaring, pressed into the canal's walls. He's stuck inside. What? The earth grips the bedposts of Orion's belt. (laughs) His cheeks are... Oh, wait, so it's two dudes? This is some gay Suez Canal shit. His cheeks are flushed, and it isn't all the CO2 in the atmosphere. I'm serious, I can't get out, the ever-given ruts, pulling harder and harder, trying to free himself, but there's no give. He's jammed in there tight. The earth groans. Oh, my God. His eyes roll back as each tug rocks through him. I'm stuck, the ever-given is now starting to panic. You gotta get me out, man. (laughs) Okay, okay, calm down. Let's just... The earth trails off, closing his eyes and trying to ignore the crests of pleasure. He takes a deep breath. You're gonna have to stop pulling for me to try and let you... The ever-given shudders as it tries to force its way out, sending jets of petroleum firing out as its engines backfire. The earth gasps. The Suez Canal floods with torrents of water. Vesuvius erupts. The earth bites down on a pillow of stars, moaning in pleasure. They lie there for a while, wrapped together in a tangle of limbs of post-coital bliss. He's still inside of him while they wait for it to go down. Honey, the earth says, you're holding up about 12% of world trade. They can wait, the ever-given smiles, eyes half shut, sleepily nuzzling into the pillow. They can wait till we're good and ready. Aw, romantic. Other story titles include In Hot Water, Not in the Canal, Sounding Out the Depths, Your Shovel Against My Bow, Your Waves Against My Stern, Love Comes at a Cost of 12% of Global Maritime Trade, Waves of Love, it goes on and on and on. 
By the way, I guarantee in the next six months, there's going to be a news story where one of those objectum sexuals falls in love with this particular ship or the Suez Canal, and then they and they say they're going to marry it. It's going to happen. All right, just a few little short stories for your Sunday. Keeping with the sexy nature of today's podcast, got a short clip here from one of EFUC's newest videos, Awkward Moments in Porn 10. I just want to share one very short clip from this compilation. You can check this and the rest out over there at efuck.com. I love seeing or hearing new things in pornography. Stuff that hasn't been done before, or at least stuff that I, I've never seen. Uh, in this clip, we've got a guy fucking a girl in the asshole. Her asshole, when he pulls out her, her asshole gapes, you know, the hole is large. That's when he puts his mouth over her ass and uses it as an instrument. A woodwind, kind of. Uh, he's going to play the shit pipe here. Fuck. Look at this. Whoa. Stay. <laughs> Woo. Made her asshole whistle. What the fuck is that? What the yeah. fuck is that? Indeed. Moving on, just a couple of random pieces of audio, and then we'll get into the news. First up, uh, some radio DJs got fired. I mean, in this day and age, if you are on traditional radio, like AM, FM, morning radio, you got to be aware of, of things you can and cannot say or stuff that's going to get you in trouble or fired. Now, some of it is vague. It's all like, oh, if someone misinterpreted something or, or if some, it, it all depends on uh, if someone's going to cause a big stink about it on Twitter. No one causes a big stink about it. You'll get away with it. So some content toes that line. It could go either way. This one, though, I feel like maybe these DJs wanted to get fired or out of their contracts or something because they should have known this was going to be a problem. In the clip, they are talking about black women. Like, already, there's the, <laughs> you're in the danger zone. They're talking about what shade of black woman? Like, how black? See, it just it keeps getting worse, right? <laughs> What shade of black woman they're attracted to and not attracted to on the scale of a toaster? You know how a toaster has the setting, like one through eight or something, depending on how dark you want your toast? (laughs) Like, they could have maybe gotten away with this. If they... No, I don't think they could get away with this. Even if they took out the toaster part. If they they were just like, I like only light-skinned black women. The dark as night skin I could do without. I don't like that. I'll pass. No, they couldn't get away with that. But but now you're adding in this whole, like, comparing their skin to burnt toast, basically. There was no way in hell they were going to escape with their jobs intact, right? So here is a short clip. It's only 45 seconds long. So what is your What's the number? Your your toaster setting they're talking about. What toaster setting? What is your What's the number? I think it's it's probably a seven-ish. Six six to seven, probably seven. That's pretty dark. So you can tell he's not racist. You know, if he was racist, he would have been like one or two. I like it. I like like my black women only slightly toasted. See, we have ours, and I may get into trouble for like this. Two o'clock. We have, I have them to the attractiveness of women that I find to be attractive. <laughs> so I'll go. I will never go to a Serena Williams level. 
Oh, wait a second. Okay, so the first guy's actually just talking about bread and toast. But then this other guy pipes up and he's like, I have my setting according to how dark I like my my black women. So it's really this guy who should be fired. The first guy is just talking about See, breakfast. We have ours, and I'm going to make it into trouble it's for like this. Two o'clock. We have, I have them to the attractiveness of women that I find to be attractive. <laughs> so I'll go. I will never go to a Serena Williams level, but I'm very comfortable with. Like uh, uh, I'm very comfortable at a, a Halle Berry level. A Halle Berry level of toast. Okay. I need a, a, a little bit of mulatto still coming oh, through. Jesus. It can't be. Oh God! Like, this guy. This guy should have been fired before his shift was over. Doesn't like his black women too dark. Compares them to burnt toast. Uses the word mulatto. You are not AM FM radio DJ material. You should have a podcast. We'd welcome you with open arms over here. That talk is not only acceptable, it's encouraged. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Yeah, we've got some openings here at the Scrod Media Group. We'd love to hear from you, your your pitch for a show. Well, the update here is after that show was broadcast. Co-host Rob Lederman led a segment that compared what level of burnt toast he likes with the skin tones of black celebrities. He has since been fired and his co-host suspended. Now, this guy was also fired from his position as the public address announcer for the University at Buffalo football games. You done did fucked your whole life up. Uh, Real quick, before we get into the news, one last clip. I have got a (laughs) trans... I'm sorry. I've got a trans woman live streaming from a grocery store. Just, you know, chatting with her followers as she buys some ice cream. At the checkout lane, there appears to be some sort of confrontation going on with a lady who uh, is trying to leave the store without paying for her goods. And that's when the trans woman gets involved for no reason. That man got a big D. That man got a big D. Trans woman is just sort of talking about some of the people that she's seeing in the grocery store. He thinks that man has a big dick. That man got a big D. He got a big dick. That man got a big D. Shut up, bitch. You don't tell me what to do. The fu- it don't matter what I am, bitch, because I'm not going to go for it. He may go for it. Bitch, you hit me, I'm going to whoop your motherfucking ass, and I'm going to wait for your nigga, bitch. You hit me, I'm going to whoop your motherfucking ass. I'm not going to do what he going to do. I'm going to drag you, you big old fat, short, strawberry-looking ass, bitch. Lala, my motherfucking ass. That's why you stealing. You can't pay for what you want, you motherfucking ugly bitch. And you got a deadbeat for a motherfucking boyfriend, you stinking, tuna fish-smelling motherfucker. I'm not what you want, bitch. <laughs> like, things escalated really quickly. And we're just getting started. It may be what it's going to be, bitch, but you're not going to hit me like you hit him because I'm going to drag your motherfucking ass, your punk puss-ass, stinking, Pillsbury, doughboy-shaped ass, bitch, your stinking motherfucker. Fuck you and your whole family. Fuck you and your whole mother. I don't want to be you. Bitch, look at you. Bitch, you built up like a clothes hanger. Who want to be you? Barely sticking all of them. Bitch, you don't even want to be you, you nappy-headed bitch. Now, that's how it goes. Oh, okay. That's how it motherfucking go. I'm not him. No, I ain't said nothing to you. Wasn't recording you, but now I'm recording you. I'm not him. I'm not him. Motherfucking thief. You stinking flat booty bitch. And you damn right, I'm a motherfucking man. And look better than you. Smell better than you. Act better than you. Fuck 
better than you, suck dick better than you, and will whoop your motherfucking ass, pussy. By the way, this grocery store is full of people. It's not like, you know, right before closing time or something. No, no. The lines are full. There's workers everywhere, old people, children, everyone. Now. That's what they all wanted to do. Bang my ass, bitch. You caused all this. You caused all this. True. You I love this woman. You caused all this, pussy. I'm not afraid. I don't give a fuck. Well, she calls herself a man, so I guess I could call her a man, too. I'm not afraid of you. You're a man. You're a pussy. You're a man. And you're a big, out of shape. You're a man. And you're not a woman. You're not, you're not a, a woman. It, okay? And? You're not a man. And you're a pig. You're a <laughs> It don't matter. Look at you. Look at what is that? You probably don't even What is that, a, bitch? Go feed your piglets. Go feed your piglets, you big nasty bitch. You steal it. This goes on for a while. Eventually, the woman who is accused of stealing tries to leave the store, but is prevented uh, from leaving by employees and other customers. That's when the screaming starts or continues or gets louder. A disgrace. That's her phone, Jack. A disgrace of the human race. Look at it. I think she's trying to say disgrace, right? Disgrace. Look at it. What did you do? Look at this nasty bitch. You nasty bitch. It's hard, very hard to tell what's going on here. It's a mass pandemonium. Apparently, the uh, the woman who was stealing uh, items had a cell phone in her hand. It fell out, and then a customer kicked it so she couldn't get to it. While all this is going on, though, our trans hero just checks him or herself out at the checkout, buys their ice cream, and continues to scream at this lady. Let's go. We out of here. Don't get that bitch shit. I wouldn't get that bitch shit. All that time she has distracted everybody, and she don't know what he, she has. It don't matter, bitch. You can see what I have. You want to go to my, you can go outside where you can see what I have. Put the dick down your throat. Make it have a headache for life, bitch. <laughs> Fuck you, ho. <laughs> You can see what I am, bitch. Thief, 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 thief. She's a thief. Y'all help, help, help. Oh, she, look at, now you want to cry. Now she want to play victim, bitch. You pass it, I'm going to get the store. You want to play victim. You piggly wiggly. All the way home, you bitch. Guys, do not fuck around with she-males. It's, it's not a fair fight. They will destroy you. I never want to get on a trans person's bad side. It would tear me to shreds, like, verbally. I'd, I'd end up crying. I know it. Can't imagine what horrible things they'd say about me. All right. Uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. Stop fucked up news right now. Not a member of the Distorted View Sideshow. What are you waiting for? Help support this stupidity. Sign up. Subscribe today. And when you do, you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. We've been at this daily show since December 2004. So there are thousands of past programs for you to listen to. More importantly, though, every week we do new Sideshow exclusive episodes just for paying freaks. Typically on Tuesday and Thursday. That was the case last week. And uh, that will be the case this week as well, this coming week. Uh, so be on the lookout for all of those exclusive programs. When you sign up, you gain access to every single one of them. If you like the show, please consider supporting it. This is how I make my living, and Sideshow members are the reason this show continues. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. Memberships are only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. Again, superfreaksideshow.com. That is DB's 
member site. Other ways to support the show, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview, working on sending out some of my uh, higher-tiered patrons some goodies in the mail. You can pledge as little as a dollar to support the show. If you pledge $5, you get access to a special voicemail line, yada, yada, yada. Check it out, patreon.com slash distortedview. Just another way to uh, help the show out. Three very quick stories now. First up, first up, a real hard-hitting story. Does old person smell actually exist? Is it a smell that old people emit? Or is it just the stink of human skin mixed with musty piss and shit from a soiled diaper? Good questions. Science has an answer for, for us. Uh, many use the unflattering term old people smell uh, to describe the elderly, but apparently the scent actually has a scientific explanation. It's your body rotting. That was always my theory. A study published in the Journal of Investigative Dermatology found the changes in smell can be because of a chemical compound called 2 nonanol nonanol Yeah, I knew the typewriter guy from Sesame Street was up to something no good. I mentioned the typewriter guy years ago uh, on this podcast because I'm obsessed with him, and no one knew what I was talking about. I think uh, the problem is typewriter is such an antiquated thing. I mean, I don't think Sesame Street can air typewriter guy reruns you know they can't reuse those cartoons because children won't know what the fuck he is you know what else is antiquated old people and their stink thanks to a chemical compound called two nonanol it's caused by omega-7 fatty acids breaking down on the skin due to oxidization is that also why old people get that uh, patina like sheen on their skin, they start to discolor. Uh, apparently, the body produces more of these fatty acids as it ages, as antioxidant def- uh, defenses begin to deteriorate at the age of 40. Holy shit. That means I'm going to start sticking like an old person. See what happens? Make fun of old people, and I'm turning into one. More tunoniol is present on the skin, which may have an impact on body odor. Uh, the study says human body odor consists of various kinds of odor components. Oh, okay. Here we have investigated the changes in body odor associated with aging. The body odor of subjects between the age of 26 and 75 were analyzed by headspace gas chromatography slash mass spectrometry. Tunonial. Oh, there's so many words that, are, that potentially are going to trip me up here. Like walking through a minefield. So far, I've done pretty good, I think. Assuming I'm pronouncing noniol correctly. Two noniol in unsaturated... Oh, here's another one! Aldehyde with an unpleasant greasy and grassy odor was detected only in older subjects. So you could describe the old person stink as unpleasant, greasy, slash grassy. Furthermore, analysis of skin surface lipids revealed unsaturated fatty acids and lipid uh, peroxides also increase with aging and that there were positive correlations between the amount of tunoniol in the body odor and the amount of unsaturated fatty acids or lipid peroxides in skin surface lipids. Okay, this is all too technical for me. 
The point is, old person stink is real. We are not crazy. And it doesn't have anything to do with piss or shit. Specifically, musty old piss that's been trapped in their underwear. Or shit that's caked on around their butthole that they didn't get properly and wiped. I mean, those smells don't help the overall aroma. But that's different than uh, old person stink. Apparently, there are ways to reduce the amount your body is producing by tweaking your lifestyle. Listen up, all you old freaks. Exercising regularly. Okay, let's, let's skip that one. What else can we do? Getting a good night's sleep and drinking lots of water is said to be helpful. Uh, avoid stress, smoking, and booze. Oh, shit. That's like the recommendation for everything. Lose weight. Don't eat bad. Don't drink. Get a good night's sleep. I think researchers just add that to everything to, you know, pad their stories. See, there are things you can do. Whatever. Uh, it says here the presence of tunonial is nothing to do with uh, personal hygiene. It isn't water soluble, so it can't be scrubbed off the skin when you wash. Well, that's where the research needs to go then. We need to go and figure out how to get this tunonial stink off of you. Can we scrub it off with lighter fluid or something? Burn it off? Come on. Listen, we need researchers working on this very important issue. We'll, we'll say half the researchers need to work on that. The other half of the researchers need to work on what I'm about to report on today's second story. Guys, cocks are getting smaller. Human dicks are shrinking and they're malfunctioning. Error, error, spurt, spurt, spurt. What's happening? An environmental scientist. Oh, just one? Well, this is some crackpot then. Can't necessarily believe what he or she is saying. An environmental scientist has warned that human penises are shrinking due to the pollution, which has been rising for the past few years. All right. This is totally plausible, right? Pollution is full of chemicals that are released in the air. They're bad for you. We're breathing them in. They're getting in our water supply. It's turning frogs gay. It, it could totally be fucking with our penises. But on the other hand, like, don't you think it's possible that a bunch of scientists got together and said, look, no one is taking this pollution stuff seriously. The only way people will care is if we say it's going to make their dicks fall off. That's when we can maybe get some climate change laws on the books here. I know that's probably not what's happening here, but it could be. They could be like, look, we're just going to fudge some reports. We just need one scientist to take the hit. Due to the rising uh, pollution, a growing number of babies are being born with small penises. The scientist, singular scientist, has warned. Shanna Swan, in her new book titled Countdown, has said that Humanity is facing an existential crisis in the fertility rates as human penises are shrinking and genitals are becoming malfunction due to pollution, putting human reproduction in a challenging situation. What's the culprit here? Phthalates. What the hell is a phthalate? A phthalate is a chemical used when manufacturing plastics that impacts the hormone-producing endocrine system. Well, maybe we should just not use phthalates then. Shauna Swan has attempted to examine how our modern world is threatening sperm counts, altering male and female re uh, reproductive development, and imperiling the future of the human race. I love the idea here is that babies are being born with tiny penises 
so small eventually they won't even be able to like fit get inside a pussy won't reach far enough to get the sperm in i want to live in a future where that's the bar we set can we just is your dick big enough to get the sperm in if you can you're considered huge this is the stuff i dream of at night a world where timmy's considered huge in her research shauna swan examined phthalates uh, or phthalates whatever the fuck this shit's called syndrome and found that when fetuses were exposed to the chemical, they were likely to be born with shrunken genitals. I read that previous news story with all those big words, and I did a really good job, and now I'm getting tripped up on phthalates and genitals. 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 What this whole podcast is about. I should be able to pronounce that word. Shanna Swan discovered that... I, they, they say Shanna Swan every time they mention her. They don't just use her last name or first name ever. It's always Shanna Swan. Shanna Swan discovered that uh, male human babies exposed to phthalates in the womb uh, had shorter anogenital distance, something that correlated with penile volume. <laughs> that sounds like something that could be fixed with a hair care product. Does your penis need more volume? Try Salon Selective's new cockditioner. All right. Uh, phthalate makes the plastic flexible. Oh, that's what phthalates do. Okay. Shanna Swan pointed out that uh, as it transmits into toys and foods, it harms human development by disrupting the natural production of hormones. So uh, be careful handling plastics uh, out there or eating plastics, whatever. Oh, this modern world has so many problems. Uh, final story we have for you today. This one just happens to come from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Oh, yeah. Crazy, Timmy, hallelujah. Down home of Florida. Did I'm on my long day. Happen, happen, now. Florida is a long, long day. Crazy, too. Yes, police in Fort Walton Beach, Florida, were performing a DUI stop on Wednesday when they encountered an unusual passenger in one driver's car. They say the driver was accompanied by what appeared to be a python. Yes, a python snake was this man's co-pilot. The driver reportedly told the officer that the snake was his emotional support animal. I I don't understand the whole emotional support animal thing. I get like dog or cat maybe because they're like they're cuddly, they're furry, they lick you and it's obvious that they love you and they need you, right? So, okay, I get that, you know, you get something out of that relationship. But how does a snake emotionally support you? They don't feel nice, right? They're, they're snakes. If you uh, feel support from a snake, you you could probably get support from a lot of things that are uh, just long and cylindrical. Like a, like a pool fanoodle. This, this thing doesn't have to be alive. You know, sometimes those are retards or uh, kids with ADHD need fidget spinners so that, you know, they can be their hands and they can be fidgeting with something while they're focusing on learning. I think that's what these people need. They don't need live animals. A news clip covering the story included photos from the scene. In one image, the enormous yellow-green snake is shown sitting comfortably in the passenger seat like a good boy while its head reaches towards the glove compartment. Another photo shows an officer on the side of the road holding the giant python across both of his arms. 
The police officer was administering a field sobriety test on the snake. They thought maybe it could have been drunk. All right, snake, count backwards from 80. 79. 78. 77. Well, check this out. Although snakes might seem like an unlikely candidate for an emotional support animal, they are actually relatively common. See, what the fuck do I know? Nothing. I'm an idiot. According to the website Emotional Support Animals... No, I'm sorry. Emotional Support Animal CO.com, which is a dumb, confusing address. There is a compelling case for why snakes might, surprisingly enough, be the perfect pet for this role. Snakes are relatively easy to care for and need to be fed infrequently. They are naturally hypoallergenic since they don't have a hair or fur, and they're extremely quiet, making them an ideal candidate for bringing to public places. Additionally, their tendency to wrap and coil themselves around people can feel extremely comforting, almost like a hug. So this is mainly for, like, autistic people, right? They need that, that Temple Grandin hug machine shit. Snakes are hardly the only exotic creature to be adopted uh, as emotional support animals. Oh, we've talked about some on the program. Uh, airlines occasionally will get weird animals on their flights. Delta noted that passengers attempted to fly with comfort turkeys gliding possums known as sugar gliders snakes and spiders the practice has caused controversy leading to multiple airlines limiting the types of animals that are permitted on board american airlines for example still permits cats and dogs but they state they would not allow animals including goats ferrets hedgehogs amphibians and reptiles on board you're shit out of luck if you've been diagnosed with an anxiety disorder and happen to have a hedgehog as an emotional support animal or a comfort goat. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you, freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Yada, yada, yada. Hey, on a Thursday Sideshow exclusive podcast, we started to play some new calls from Vlad. Well, Vlad as a woman calling into the party line. Pretty. And I want to continue with those, but I'm, uh, I need to talk to Vlad first. Vlad contacted me, and he uh, wanted to talk about how I should play these clips or tips or something. So uh, we'll really start getting into that crap uh, next week. Little little teaser for you if you like hearing from Vlad on the party line. Got a few patrons calling in, and then we'll do some regular voicemails here and wrap things up. Jim, Tony Prolapse calling in as soon as I heard the Mead Skeleton bit. Oh. Holy Fuck. Oh my God! If you are not Sideshow members, go listen to thir- sign up and listen to Thursday's show. So much great Mead content. He goes through and talks about uh, his dream life with his wife, and it is crazy in a way that only Mead can make things crazy. We need to check his goddamn basement. Or follow him around because I think he's got someone chained up in a fucking shed somewhere. Because like, what the fuck? This ideal woman sounds just sounds made up. Well, you know, it's his his ideal woman, so it is kind of made he's up. Sleeping. There's no woman like this that, that exists in the world. Separate bed, have a separate 
fucking bathroom. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that was part of it. So he wants to not, he wants separate beds, actually separate bedrooms. And I understand, like some people, for whatever reason, maybe you have a partner that snores <laughs> on a CPAP machine or something, and you got to sleep in a different room. But this is like his ideal woman. He wants a, he wants a separate bedroom. And the reason why he said is because he doesn't want her going through all of his stuff. What type of stuff is he hiding from everyone? Bodies. It's got to be bodies, right? Or like weird shit. Like he collects women's fingernails or something. He's got a box of that locked away. <laughs> Who knows? Or hair or something. And, th- and they need to have separate bathrooms because he has gastro- <laughs> gastrointestinal issues. I mean, this is, he's talking about a fantasy, right? The fantasy of his ideal woman. And it's pretty much just like, where are they going to shit? <laughs> like, that's included in his fantasy. Shower because Nita's fucking, what the fuck is it? Um, IBS? <laughs> God damn it. What? He's insane. Oh, that's <laughs> oh hard. He really is the gift that keeps on giving. God. Oh, fuck. Also, oh, we need to get Vlad to talk to him. Oh, man. Oh. And if anyone hasn't claimed Maybe this- Vlad can become his uh, Mead's dream woman. Good idea. Yeah, that was uh, that was something else on uh, Thursday's show. All right, uh, next up here, yes, caller, go right ahead, speak clearly into the headset, phone. Never. Hey, Tim Ziggo. you said in the episode about uh, the pets and the dogs that um, you wondered why would people try to scam others out of forty bucks? Well, I, I think you you have worked in, in in retail or or some job on on that level. You, yes, I think you and anyone who's worked in retail should know that. I'm people sorry. will try to scam people out of the, the most ridiculous amounts. Um, about 10 years ago when I worked in retail myself, um, I worked in this super low budget clothing store. Uh, some lady uh, who brought her young kid along as well, she would take the um, the, the stickers that indicated a three uh, euro item was um, on sale for two euros. She would take these two euro, euro stickers and Put them on an Is item it, that was like you're not even saving that much. Two euros more expensive just to get that yeah. extra extra euro. There's this place I don't know if it's a widely uh, across the United States, but it's this chain called Tuesday Morning, and Lord Douche loves that place. And stuff is always on sale at Tuesday Morning. It's a dumb name for a store. I, I agree with you. Uh, Tuesday, the reason why I think is originally they would get shipment of new products on Tuesday or whatever, uh, they would be available for sale on Tuesday, and so that's why they call the store Tuesday morning. It's, you know, and, and, like, it's just a bunch of everything, right? They've got, like, uh, s- stuff for the kitchen, kitchen gadgets, plates, cookware, and then they've got, like, pet stuff and um, soaps, bathroom stuff, curtains, luggage, you know, just a, bu- a variety of crap. And, like I said, everything is, you know, always on sale, and what they do is they put different color stickers on the item, There'll be purple stickers and yellow stickers and green stickers. And they'll say, okay, well, the purple sticker items are 20% off. The yellow sticker items are 40% off. And then the green stickers are 60% off. And I'm always like, first of all, the stuff that we want to buy is always the, 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 the shit that's only 20% off, right? I'm like, why don't we just peel off a green sticker from something and put it on this item and, you know, just swap the stickers out? the fuck cares right but i never do that because i'm an honest person um and she would just 
spent all this time trying to hide from us while she was trying to pick away at these stickers that are designed to not go back onto an item. Uh, she would spend the time, that effort for yeah. such a small amount of money, it's <laughs> yeah. not even worth it. Um, like minimum wage will, you know, it's just a better use of your time. Yeah. So I don't know. You could probably find enough change on the ground to cover the difference in the price. Um, why she insists on doing that? She was notorious for doing that uh, while her kid was there. Yeah, people are shitheads. People are fucking dishonest shitheads. Shitty. Um, and so, and insist on wasting other people's time. Uh, I don't know why, but yeah, they're out there. Oh, assholes are all over the place. Legitimate question, Tim. Whatever happened to the Freakypedia? And also, please put your soda blog back up. I'm a relatively new freak, just oh. over two years, and I would love to be able to peruse both of these things. Well, let me tell you. Uh, yeah, Freakypedia, I don't know if I still have the... It went down for a long time, and then it came back up. Uh, I lost the domain. <laughs> and then it became like Freakypedia. I think it was Freakypedia.com at first. Then it became .net or .org or something. When I finally got it back up and running, it's running this old, like, wiki software that's a pain in the ass to maintain. Pretty much the same software that Wikipedia, you know, runs. Uh, I think I still have the database with all the entries in there, and I would love to bring that back, especially as a resource for new listeners who want to go back and, and like, learn about, like, an old reference or something. As for Fizzled Out, I, I thought Fizzled Out was up and running. Fizzled Out... Um. No, maybe it's not. Maybe it's down. Oh no, it's up. Yeah. So it used to be fizzledout.com, but once again, I lost the fucking domain. There, there was something that happened. I switched. It's a whole long fucking story. So I, I used to host all of my sites on with one particular hosting company. They were also the ones that registered my domain, and with this package that I got, they would uh, always renew it for me. Like I got free domain renewals. Well, when I canceled my service. Um, I couldn't log back into the control panel to transfer my domain to a new domain provider or renew the domain on my own because they weren't going to pay for renewals anymore. It was, it was really weird. It was a weird thing. But anyway, so fizzledout.net. It's a little janky because it hasn't been updated since 2016. And it's uh, I don't think I have an SSL, like one of those uh, certificates for it. Maybe I'll get it. I'll work on it. It's safe, though. It's not, like, loaded up with a bunch of ads and trackers and stuff like that. You don't have to worry about anything like that. Uh, and I believe the articles work, so you can check it out. You know, all the images and everything. Yeah. Fizzledout.net is uh, the address of my old uh, failed soda blog. The most recent article is about uh, the upcoming retail version of Crystal Pepsi. It was a real scoop. Let's do one more here. Go ahead, caller. Timmy Boo Hanson. This is Six Big Spurts. <laughs> I'm calling in in regards to your why do you like distorted view? Oh, yeah. I like distorted view. The question I posed like 12 years ago. People are just getting around to calling in about it. Or, I'm sorry. I'm just getting around to playing the voicemails that came in from 12 years you're ago. You're consistent. You're always there. Except on Fridays, apparently. <laughs> it's the Friday show. Look, I'm consistent in that we do five new shows a week. To have an episode to listen to. Also, I like the fact that you have a sick and twisted sense of humor. I like that. His favorite thing about the show. The nicest thing he could say about me is that um, 
There's always a new one there. <laughs> As a description, the very first time I ever downloaded a po- podcast told me, you were the first podcast I ever listened to. Uh, I popped your cherry. And you have delivered over the years. I like the fact that you talk about fucked up shit mm. and you talk about things that are uncomfortable and you play all the weird shit you play. But at the same time, we can all tell that you're a, you're a good dude. You're a nice dude. Well, I'm an asshole with a heart of gold. You're a good cousin. Careless well, you're you still can a say good it. Dude. Really appreciate it. I like the work that you do, man. Oh, your, thank your you. Your format's good. That's. Yeah, I, I like the I like the stories and then the news. I like your fans. Always waiting for the butt. The one thing I hate. People that are there all the time. Vladimir, Cat Lady. Your voice. Uh, Why do you sound so effeminate, Tim Henson? Comment. I love all that stuff. I, I even like it when I don't like what they have to say. Yep. You're very entertaining. And you oh, I don't like a lot of what my listeners have to say. Job, and I really appreciate it. All right. Well, thank you very much for the kind words. Really do appreciate it. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Why don't you guys email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God, is it out? God. You stinking tuna fish smelling motherfucker. I'm not what you want, bitch. Spread the distortion. STD, tell all your friends about the program. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. And I will see you back tomorrow to start a new week of programs. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. Scrub Media Group. Learn more at scrub.net.